I don't know where you are in life right now or where it is you want to go. But if you are a curious soul like me, I know this about you. You are searching for greatness in life. You desire financial freedom. And you ask yourself daily how you can master success in business without wasting years of your life. On this show, we are going to interview all the leading experts and influencers in the fields of marketing, mindset, and sales to expose all the tips and tricks you need to accelerate your business and amplify your success. My name is Reem Kharbat, and this is the Entrepreneur Accelerator. Hello and welcome back to the Entrepreneur Accelerator podcast. This is Reem with you today. And in this episode, it's, um, we're going to talk about hope and how to find hope when it gets too dark and you feel that there is no way out. You know, how do you overcome challenges that seems too heavy? And well, my guest today is going to help me answer this. Um, his name is Liam McKelvey. And he's a quad amputee who believes that everybody can achieve their goals and ambitions, irrespective of how many limbs they have. After contracting meningitis as a young child, he has had to adapt and overcome challenges in order to live his everyday life. His experiences have helped him craft an attitude of positivity, self-belief, and resilience and he is now looking to spread this to others. By embracing certain mindsets, Liam has overcome seemingly impossible challenges and believes that these attitudes can, can be embraced by anybody. Welcome, Liam. I'm so happy to have you here uh, in this episode today. Thank you very much for having me. Um, awesome. I'm really, really happy. And especially that, you know, with the whole pandemic thing and like every day we think that it's going to be over, but, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, we, we get, um, you know, a lot of challenges every single day and it's not just about the pandemic, but first of all, um, I would like to ask you, how are you coping with this pandemic thing? Like how is the lockdown and how are you doing uh, is everything okay at your side? Yeah, it's <laughs> as okay as you could possibly be during a pandemic. <laughs> but the yeah. Um, yeah, the biggest struggle for me was uh, the isolation. Yeah. So I live on my own and waking up every single day with nobody else there mm. week after week started to get to me a little bit. So I'm starting to notice the effects of the isolation on my mental health so i'm currently staying with family and just taking a bit of a break awesome so uh for those of you for those of you who don't know liam uh can you just please tell us a little bit more about you about your background and who is liam mckelvey yeah <laughs> it was the day before my second birthday i fell ill with a disease known as meningococcal septicemia <laughs> which is a bit of a tongue twister. However, it's a, it's a hybrid of meningitis and sepsis. And apparently, the case that I had was one of the worst cases the doctors had seen in years, if not decades. 
And unfortunately, the only way that they were able to save my life was to amputate all four limbs. So both legs were amputated below the knee. The left arm was amputated above the elbow and the right arm was amputated through the elbow. And uh, basically this <laughs> one event has been the, the whole purpose of my life. It's only nowadays that I am a speaker and I like to teach people to utilise the mindsets that I have used throughout my childhood in order to overcome my disability. I teach other people to use these mindsets to improve their quality of life or improve their family life, their work life or business mm. life. So yeah, that's my story summarised as quick as possible. Uh, absolutely awesome and, and, and very, very touching, you know, because um, as we were talking before the show, um, so many of us, uh, we feel that, you know, our problems are like the biggest and uh, sometimes we just, uh, our minds shut down and uh, everything is blocked and we cannot do or take any action. And we think that this is the end of the world. How did you develop that mindset uh, of, you know, overcoming uh, the, the situation that you're in now? Like, did you have uh, some sort of, let's say, help from your family, uh, the support? How did you reach where you are today? I've had a lot of support throughout my entire life. <laughs> I think everybody with a disability has. In fact, I believe that everybody without a disability can't go through life without any help. So help has been crucial. However, one of the best attitudes I've had was just an understanding that if I don't push my own boundaries, I'll never really know what my true capabilities are. So that mindset alone as a child kept pushing me to do more and more and achieve things that somebody without hands and feet shouldn't be able to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you said you are a speaker and you teach people and help them to, you know, overcome, let's say, challenges in life and to develop this mindset, uh, the resilient mindset. Uh, is it something that you, you think, is it something that can be taught? Because sometimes I feel that people who are not ready to accept, you know, the change in their mindset or like, sometimes I feel that it's a real a struggle for people to understand that a mindset um, is a very important uh, thing, whether it's in business or in life. So how do you deal with that? How do you... Um, teach your, let's say, clients or students um, in this regard? Do you feel that it's easy to help in this regard? I believe that it's difficult to teach somebody if they do not want to be taught, if they do not mm. take the action themselves. So I could tell them every method that I have used, but if they don't adopt the right mindset, they're not going to use it. And I believe that they're Looking back over my life, there have been three main areas that have defined my quality of life or productivity or success. And the three areas are mindset, action, and resilience in that order. And it starts with mindset. It starts with self-belief. Every action we have ever taken has first started with thoughts, so if we have negative thoughts or self-defeating thoughts, we're not going to take positive actions. 
And if we don't take positive actions, then we can't create a, a better existence for ourselves or a better career or a better family or a better business. So it's, yeah. it's, the first stage is helping people understand that they need to change their entire mindset, the way they think. And until they do that, nothing else is going to work. Do you, do you maintain, let's say, a daily routine to practice and to keep your mind conditioned in that way? Because at, don't tell me, sometimes like no matter how positive you are, there are certain times where you feel like that's it, I cannot take it anymore. But it's only you who can help yourself to stand up again and move on and continue. Is there, and some people use, you know, meditation or maybe just uh, writing down or journaling. Is there are any like uh, routine or uh, steps that you do to maintain that positive mindset? To be honest, there are still times where I kind of relapse, where I, things go a bit wrong. And so, for example, the last two weeks, I have done nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had my mental health just kind of slipped away just a little bit. And uh, again, it was up to me to say, look, I need to change this. I need to do something to improve this situation, just like I have done in the past. So I needed to use my own techniques that I teach other people in my own life mm -hmm. again. And um, one of the main ways that I can maintain a good level of productivity or belief is a sleeping schedule. I think that is the, the key area in my life. So if I wake up any time after 9, maybe 10 a.m., I start to think to myself, ah, that wasn't a good start. I'll just yeah. take the day off. Yeah. So I know in my head that in order for me to be productive, I need to be out of bed before nine. Otherwise, mm. something I'm not going to do much. Because I don't, I don't think people should undervalue sleep. Sleep is mm. a fantastic thing. It's how we recover. It's how we energize ourselves for the next day. However, the same way I sometimes fail to get up in the morning is by staying up too late at night. It's not by having that discipline to say, right, I need to go to bed now and energize myself for the next day. So it's about being relatively strict with yourself, a bit, a bit like a parent. And I've tried other techniques such as making sure that I, I take enough time off because I do this really annoying thing where I'll build up how many hours I work over weeks and eventually I'll get myself to a stage where I work for... 12, 13, maybe 14 hours. Mm. And I'll do that for maybe two weeks and then I'll break. <laughs> I'll yeah. break and then I'll take a week off and then I'll have to build it up again. So I've realized recently it's in my best interests to give myself a bit of time off every day, at the end of every day, preferable, just to again give myself time to re energize and get ready for the next day. Yeah. So Let's say you know or you, you evaluate it first, what is working for you, what is good for you, and from there you build uh, uh, upon that. Well, what I see also as an entrepreneur myself, um, we sink into the idea of uh, 
overworking. And sometimes we think that, you know, we ran away from the corporate world. Uh, we ran away from uh, slavery, uh, as I call it, and we started our own businesses. And now we're trying to, like, compete with time. And we want just, you know, everything is should be so fast because we know that success um, like, likes uh, 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 swift actions or fast actions. So we, we think that, you know, by taking uh, or by working um, 18 hours or even 24 hours, it's okay. And we forget our health, our mental health and our body. And as you said, even sleeping and uh, we neglect all that. And uh, one day we find ourselves uh, collapse and we just uh, break uh, break down, and, um, and it's really exhausting because it's overwhelming. And uh, not just as we said, the challenge, the external challenge of the business itself, but also internally, um, you fight inside yourself, like what to do and how to do it. And most of the times, we fear seeking help. And here, where I want to ask you and see. Because some people think that maybe it's, let's say for men, it's not masculine to seek for help or it's not good for me to ask for help because people will judge me or they will think that, you know, I can't do it or I'm not good enough or something like that. What do you say to people in, in, in this specific area? How, how, what do you think about seeking help? I believe that uh, asking for help is one of the best things that you can do because it takes courage to stand up and say this is too much <laughs> i need help that alone takes strength so yeah it's a the help i've had endless help throughout my entire life because of my disability however i, I believe that people who are not disabled they, they can't go through life without help everybody needs help at some yeah. stage and even in business terms, so for example, consultancy, that's a big thing because a lot of people go to other consultants to learn from them and to seek their help so they can then improve their business. For some reason, they don't want to do it when it comes to their own personal health. Yes. So. Exactly. That's why I'm asking you. It's easier if I go, for example, to a coach and tell him, listen, I'm struggling in this sales uh, uh, area and I need your input. Or maybe I can buy your course or I can uh, get some consultancy from you. But when it comes to my mental stability or health or let's say uh, happiness, you f we feel sometimes that it's like a taboo. I cannot declare that I'm not okay. I cannot say that I'm tired. I cannot say that I had enough. And uh, it's where it's like, I really, it's because, you know, let me tell you, I come from an Arabic background. And whenever you say that um, someone has a mental health, uh, let's say, um, a problem or something, which means like maybe he's tired, maybe he's depressed, maybe they immediately think that you might need a shrink. That means you're crazy. That's why it's like in the subconscious, everybody thinks that if I ask for help, that means I'm crazy. And it, it, because it touches the ego, you know, and I find it really, excuse my word, but it's, it's stupid 
not to seek help in, in this thing because my brain, my health is my asset. Like everything can go away easily, whether it's uh, our job, our house, our limbs, anything can go away from us. But my mind and my myself, my health, it's, it's my asset that can makes me, it, it makes me go on and on and become the person who I want to be. Um, I really love what you're saying, honestly, Liam. And um, um, seriously, especially in this time of, of the pandemic. And again, what we've witnessed, it's not just about the economy. People are panicking. They're freaking out. You've seen this and people around you, I don't know how they're reacting to this. And you said it, that with the lockdown and with the isolation, it gets you sometimes. How can we help people understand and get rid of this or overcome this challenge? I believe the biggest challenge for people is becoming reactive in a way that our circumstances start to decide how we act in life. So a reactive person, for example, during this pandemic will say, I can't do anything about this, or they'll stop working because they think they let the pandemic control them. So to me, I believe that in any situation, no matter how good or how bad, you need to take as much control as possible. And even if you don't have much control, you can say, I can do the best I can, given the circumstances. And to, to be honest, I believe that's all life really is. It's doing your best at any time, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter how hard they are. So for people that are panicking and that just feel overwhelmed by this pandemic, it, I believe you should just, for a start, watch the news as little as possible mm. <laughs> and then just try and do the best you can, given the circumstances. How can you work around the obstacles in the same way I've had to work around having no hands and having no feet? Mm. Mm. But, you know, some people who are, for example, they are um, responsible for their family. Uh, they need to, you know, feed their, their kids. And they have also, let's say, employees that they have to pay their salaries. And the business is not going well. So it's just... It's, it just hits you from different angles. And this is, again, how I, I wonder myself, like, how can I maintain uh, um, the courage, the patience? How can I maintain the strength to be able to know that things will be okay? But eventually when I go to bed and put my head on my pillow, I'm scared to wake up next day because there are many things that is happening. What do you do? What can you tell them uh, uh, to, let's say, to start doing or to uh, think or maybe eliminate? There are things maybe they stop, they have to stop thinking about. I don't know. What do you think? It's quite difficult, to be honest, to, to give specific advice to this pandemic because Nobody's been through this before. I've not even been any, through anything like this before. But the, the thing that's always got me through the toughest times is a belief that, or the knowledge even, that things change. Eventually, this is going to be difficult and bad things might happen. However, 
eventually we're going to come out the other end. Eventually, it's going to be over. So for now, what, what is the best thing that you can do to deal with it? Even if it's not perfect, it's still something. It's, and again, I understand what you mean from the, uh, the business perspective. <laughs> my, my business has disappeared completely <laughs> over the last two months. I have zero income, which financially has me a little bit worried. So I'm now thinking about different ways that I could use my services online. So, but there's no right, right answers and there's no wrong answers. It's just a case of trial and error, just testing out different things to see what works. But it, it's difficult to give specific advice because each situation is unique to its own. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I totally understand. Um, well, as we said before, you know, challenges comes in different forms and ways, whether it's, uh, whether it's the pandemic, whether it's, uh, you know, like in 2008, the financial crisis, it hits uh, uh, so many sectors and so many people went crazy because of, uh, because of that. And um, let's say if, if, if we even go back to World War I or World War II, but there, there were like great minds uh, came out of um, that let's say, uh, that era of challenge, of war, of uh, sadness, of uh, um, uh, damage, okay? And, and, and we can always try to find what we call the opportunity mindset, like try to find uh, an opportunity within this um, challenge that is rising. So, for example, did you develop let's say a new habit or something that aside from anything else uh, away from business or um, did you develop something new during this period of lockdown? Uh, maybe you started treating more or maybe playing game, watching TV more. What is it? What is it that you have developed during this period? Because I've seen a lot of people also who are taking care of their health more. You know, they're focusing on this, they're, they're uh, practicing gratitude on a daily basis, or they're realizing that there is something good coming from this challenge, which is the pandemic. Yeah, it's, uh, before, you may even saw that we, we often get really caught up with time and we try to overwork, which I was guilty of before the pandemic. However, now because business has slowed down, it's now giving me an opportunity to consider what my true values are, what it is that I want to do in my career. And I've even considered going back to university, for example, and that's mm. not something that I had thought about before the pandemic. So this mm. pandemic has actually offered an opportunity for me to reevaluate my life. Also, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's brought me closer connection-wise with friends and family. Course, so even yeah. though I don't see them as often, I speak to them more because yeah. we're all kind of making sure everybody's okay. And again, before the pandemic, when I was working 12 hours, that, mm. that kind of fell away a little bit. So there's definitely, there's definitely a silver lining to the cloud. It's just unfortunate that if you do catch the virus, it can be catastrophic. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is there someone who's, uh, is considered like an inspiration to you? Is there someone who you consider as your role model? To be honest, there, there's not 
any specific person. I'm more inspired by a type of people. Mm. <laughs> so a type of person that has faced hard times and they've managed mm. to turn their life around and create something good for themselves. So for example, homeless people who eventually started their own business and provide for themselves and their family. Disabled people who do amazing things that you would never expect them to do. That's the sort of people that inspire me as a whole. There isn't any one particular person that stands out to me, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, for me, you're an inspiration. And uh, I think Thank that uh, people like you who are seriously, who can still, even with all the challenges, which is internal and external, you can still find uh, the time to spread positivity and maintain this kind of mindset. It's an inspiration, honestly, and everybody should listen uh, um, to what you say and what you're doing. Um, Liam, is there is there a website for you or uh, where can people find you if they want to learn more about you and about what you're teaching? Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter under my name, which is Liam McKelvey, L-I-A-M-M-C-K-E-L-V-I-E. And you could also find me, my username and my website is zero limits or zero limits.com in terms of my website but i've spelled it differently it's z e r o l i m for michael b for bravo i t s so it's like zero limb zero limits that's uh, my attempt at humor <laughs> <laughs> awesome that's great i'm so happy that you are today with me here on the show uh i truly enjoyed having you and i hope that um we'll have you more uh in more episodes in the future so thank you so much for being here uh, liam and um uh, you have a wonderful wonderful day thank you thank you very much for having me thanks for listening if you liked today's episode would you please take a minute to rate and review my show that would mean the world to me and let me know if you have any questions in mind or something that you're struggling with so I can cover in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out. Let's accelerate your success together. And remember, success is not an accident. Success is a choice. See you next time.